today we are talking about attack your problem attack your problem and this is i was just telling carrie you know we don't talk about the podcast before we start but i i told her i think we should talk about this and i said i get goosebumps when i when i hear this story in the bible and carrie actually pulled up the scripture for you but we're talking about david and goliath that's why this that's how this whole um this whole idea was was sparked from david and goliath I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Carrie is joining me. I try to, uh, mostly Carrie's always joining me, but I try to pepper in a couple of solo podcasts once in a while. I don't really, I, well, I like it, but I don't like it as well as doing it with Carrie. So thank you, Carrie, for being with me today. You're welcome. And it's kind of like when you go to work out, Christy, I know you work out solo just fine. Uh, and I can work out solo just fine, but I love a class. I love a class. I, it's the same thing with podcasting. Like you don't mind doing it by yourself. You're going to put your headphones on. You're going to put in some old school DC talk. Maybe that's just me and I'll do, I'll work out. I'll do it. But it's way more fun. If someone is like around the world two times <laughs> and pump, you know what I mean? Well, I go, I, in the past, I've gone to CrossFit um, right down the road from me and I miss it so much. I don't know why I don't go back. We do believe in exercise and maintenance, but exercise is not a way to address your weight loss problem, your weight problem that you're that you have. Uh, but in maintenance, we do encourage our rebels to exercise. And I love a good CrossFit class. It's just something about all the energy. So, yeah, being together is always better than being alone. So today we are talking about attack your problem attack your problem. And this is, I was just telling Carrie, you know, we don't talk about the podcast before we start, but I, I told her, I think we should talk about this. And I said, I get goosebumps when I, when I hear this story in the Bible and Carrie actually pulled up the scripture for you, but we're talking about David and Goliath. That's why this, that's how this whole, um, this whole idea was, was sparked from David and Goliath. And in the Bible, David was a wee little man or I don't, I think that was Zacchaeus was a wee little man, but David, David sorry about that. I'm, I'm getting my Bible story. But he, wasn't a, he wasn't a big guy. No, he wasn't a big guy. He was the smallest of all of his brothers. And uh, he, he just ignored in his family. Anyway, he just had a huge, huge faith and a, a deep love for God. And um, God told him, you know, that to, they had to fight the, the, um, the giants in the land. And so the Goliath was one of the giants. And I, I mean, back in the day, you guys, back in the Bible days, it, things were a lot different than, than now. And I guess they really had giants. And so there was a giant named Goliath and God, uh, and all, uh, all David had was a sling and a stone from the river. And he ended up, um, well, you know, we can carry, you can uh, continue with the story on kind of how it went down. I just want to read it to you. For those of you that are familiar with the story, 
Um, you know, some of you may not be, let me tell you where it comes from. This is in first Samuel 17. I'm going to take it up where, um, Jesse, David's father says, Hey, your brothers are down there fighting Goliath. They're down there fighting the Philistines, excuse me. So will you take them food and all that? So David's like, yeah, he takes cheese and bread and all the non-code red items uh, down to the Philistines. And early in the morning, David let the flock of his shepherd and loaded up and set out as Jesse, his dad, had directed. He reached the camp as the army was going to its battle positions, shouting the war cry. Israel and the Philistines were drawing up their lines and they were facing each other. David left his things and he ran to the battle lines and asked his brothers how they were. And as he was talking to them, Goliath, the champion, okay? We're not talking just anybody. We're talking the champion. This is important in this story. He comes out and he says, he goes out and he, and he starts shouting. He's defiant and David hears it. And uh, whenever the Israelites heard Goliath come out and start shouting, he was a very large man. Everyone ran off and they did this day after day, Christy. And how many times in our lives have we come to the battle, heard the giant, and we have run off. Do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out to defy Israel. Well, David's looking around. I could just imagine the look on his face. He's like, what will be done for this man who kills the Philistine and removes his disgrace? And they say to him, this is what will be done for the man who kills him. And so they, they, he keeps asking everyone, like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, David's like, well, I'll take care of this. David goes and tells people, of course, the story goes on that he is crazy. He goes to the king who is Saul. Remember, Saul was the king before David, before David became king. And he says, I will go. And Saul says, you are not able to go out against this Philistine and fight him. You are only a young man, but he has been a warrior from his youth. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter what your experience is. When, you, when it comes to your problems, it doesn't matter. And he says, your servant, David says, hey, wait a minute. Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion came, a bear came, I killed it. He said, when, the, when this came, I took care of this. He says, the Lord who has rescued me from the paw of the lion will rescue me from this Philistine. So David says, go, God be with you. He's probably thinking, oh my gosh, this kid is crazy. Saul he said that. Saul said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. David, Saul tries to give David his armor. He won't give it. And that is when uh, David won't take the armor. And that is where we pick up where David walks down to meet Goliath. Yeah. So Goliath is trash talking him pretty good. I yeah. mean, you guys can read this on your own in the Bible. We're getting to the point here, but um, he is just like, he's laughing at him. He's trash talking him. How many times have people in your life trash talked you and told you, you can't do this. You're crazy. Your dreams are stupid. This idea is stupid. You've lost and gained 60 pounds over and over. Oh, really? This code red thing is going to work. And that's what they, uh, Goliath is taunting and trash talking David. Absolutely. And then just one last, just one last section. Then we'll be done reading the Bible. Verse 48. As the Philistine moved closer to attack him. Here we go, folks. Listen, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him, reaching into his bag, taking out a stone. He slung it and he struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down on the ground. Mic drop. Yeah, he ran towards the giant. 
So that's what this podcast is about today, attacking your problems. Uh, and I love that part of the Bible. There's a couple of um, Bible stories. I love Bible stories. Carrie and I were raised uh, in church. We I don't remember a day that in our whole life that we didn't go to church. We've never missed a day at church, you know, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesdays, by the way, Wednesdays youth group. And, uh, you know, and so I, I have my favorite Bible stories and, uh, and uh, this is definitely one of them. And especially since I've gotten older. So he attacked his problem. And I can tell you from boxing, the way I was trained in boxing was always be first, be the first one to throw a punch, be the first one to connect. I mean, sometimes you don't, most of the time you don't connect all your punches, but be the first when the bell rings on that opening round, which by the way, is a terrifying, terrifying uh, moment oh. when you're by yourself and you're in the red corner and the blue corner, and you're waiting for that opening bell to ring. Cause you don't know anything about your opponent. You don't know how strong they're going to be, what kind of punches they're going to throw. You don't know how bad it's going to hurt. You don't know anything. And in boxing is just so such a violent um, sport. And it's so, it's just so volatile and you, it's so many unknowns. You have to trust your training. And I've done a, I've done a podcast called fight your fight. And so we trust our training. But that first hit is always the hardest and you want to run towards your opponent. You want to, you want to ding, ding, ding. And you just want to run towards her and be the first to throw a punch. And so I do remember this from the training, of course, my boxing instructors, my coaches, the three coaches I had in my life, the four coaches I had in my life were not, were not Christ believers. And they didn't, they didn't follow the Bible on this, but it does. It's the same thing. Run towards your problem, attack your problem. I have an example from my life, Christy, that's kind of personal. And I'm actually surprised I'm going to share it, but I think that the Ooh. listeners will understand. I know, I know now, you know, about this, but I don't go around talking about it all the time. Uh, when I first married Brandon, um, of course we both made, I was a nurse. Brandon was in the army. I am a nurse. Brandon was in the army. So we made good money. Um, that wasn't it. It, it wasn't about the money. We had plenty of money to pay our bills. But I started noticing um, he had gone through a pretty terrible divorce and his previous uh, spouse had done some pretty awful things to his credit. We've all heard the story. I don't have anything against this person, so I'm not trying to talk bad about her, um, but things that we didn't know about. So I would say, I would say something like he would say, I don't want to run my credit. And this is a man that worked hard his whole life, um, never had credit problems, but because of the situation cars had gotten repossessed unbeknownst to him. You guys have heard this story. I mean, how many times have we heard this story? It wasn't your fault. So long story short, I started saying, we need to Christy, we need to attack this program problem. We need to be the first to run to the line. And we just kept paying things instead of finding out, okay, what is exactly on your credit? What is exactly owed that you don't know about? How do we get these things taken care of? And one day, Christy, I sat down with good old fashioned pen and paper and I got, I just attacked the problem. I just did. I wrote down everything. I ran credit. I found out about things that we didn't know about. We were able to take that situation and within a couple of years of working really hard, pay off everything and get everything reversed. But that never would have been happening if I had not run towards the line and said, we've got to figure out how big is this giant? Like how big, how can you even, how can you fight a giant if you don't know how big it is? How can you, how can you tackle a debt problem if you don't know what your actual debt is, or you don't know about things on your account that aren't correct? It's like never pulling up your bank account and not looking at it. Oh, I'll just stay oblivious. It's the same exact thing. That's just something from my personal life 
which example was I had to run towards the line. I had the exact same thing happen to me with an ex as well and a couple of repossessions and then student loans, student loans had gone unpaid completely my fault and my credit. I remember my credit was in the toilet. I remember sitting and I, you guys can read about this in the dedication section of my Code Red Revolution book, where I dedicated my book to Abe Jackson, who was at the time, I think 11 years ago, the branch manager at one of the US bank locations at 17th and State. I remember walking into his branch and my credit, I think was 325. I don't know how low they go, 350. I mean, it was as low as you can go. And I was so humiliated. My credit was bad. Some of it might fall, some of it not. And he said, Christy, and he didn't, he didn't shame me. He didn't laugh at me. He said, you can repair this. And he started me on the very slow path of repairing my credit. And I think I just checked uh, yesterday on, on my credit. American Express likes to send me these little things that show me my credit. And I think it was 821. And so it's really incredible. But I remember definitely attacking that giant head on. And I, and you don't want to know, do you, you don't want to know what your credit is. You don't want anybody to pull your credit and, and see how bad it is because it's incredibly humiliated, humiliating. It's incredibly embarrassing. Just like you don't want to step on the scale. Talk about running towards your giant. Talk about attacking the problem. You have got, Oh, you had it written down. I had it written down to say it. That is that's so weird, but yeah, that's go ahead. That's exactly what I was going to say. Talk about jumping you because I know people who, um, and, and, and I have done it myself. I don't want to get on the scale when I've gotten off track and I have remember the podcast, taking a break from caring. I have taken a break from caring and I don't want to get on that scale. Well, code red rebels. What do we do every morning? We get on that scale because we have to face it. Talk about running towards your giant attacking. Your problem is just getting on that scale and seeing how big of a giant we're looking at. You have to do that. That is exactly what I wrote down. I wrote running examples of running away and not running toward. So what are examples of running toward get on that scale, put it and lose it. I don't care what the number is. I don't care how far you've fallen. I don't care how backwards you've gotten. I don't care. You have to fit. You can't fight it. If you don't know what it is, you can't start to take care of it. If you don't know what it is, fill up your water bottle. Yes, you're tired of Carrie and Christy saying that, but that's a way to run towards your giant. I'm going to have my water bottle pre-filled at my bedside. I get up, I weigh, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to put that number and lose it or however you want to record it. And then I start drinking my water. Another one, Christy, I wrote down is get in your pantry, get Ooh. behind, get behind the, the beef jerky sticks, get into that little cookie drawer get into your car glove box, get that crap out. You have to face the giant. And if your pantry is a giant to you, you have to run towards it. And in this, these are great examples of how you can run towards instead of running away. Another example of running towards is get a Fitbit and find out your sleep score or yes. get some sort of a sleep tracker and find out what, how big is this giant? How big of a problem are we working with when you first get your baseline sleep score? Uh, and I will link up here in the show notes, uh, of the sleep, the, the link of the Fitbit that I use, you can get mine. You can get another one. I don't care. I use the real simple ones. I don't go real fancy. Cause I just wear it at night. Then I take it off in the morning. Um, and it, when you, when you finally track for the first time and you get a baseline of what, you're working with here that way you can get a good idea of the giant. Okay. So my baseline is 68, 
which is terrible. I need to start moving in a direction of better. And we start, we start getting that sleep score up, but until you know, you don't know how bad it is until you know. It's sort of like assuming that somebody's mad at you, uh, but you really don't mind. No, I had this happen the other day. It doesn't happen to me very often. Christy and I don't have this happen because we're just very direct with each other. But I had someone that, you know, people in Kentucky don't necessarily talk like me. And so I was like, oh my gosh, are they upset? I just can't tell from this text message. And of course, texting is so hard. So I just head on addressed it. Like what's going on? They're like, oh no, this is the issue. I'm like, oh my Lord. Like you don't sometimes, let me just say, Christy, sometimes your giant is not quite as big as you think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When we sat down and looked at all the money situation, it wasn't as bad. It was bad, but it wasn't as catastrophic as it could have been. Sometimes when you get on the scale, you go, okay, that's not where I want to be, but boy, that's not 50 pounds. It's not 20 pounds. And I mean, I can't even stress how much when you start to feel yourself not nailing the basics anymore, not eating off the list, not getting your water in, not sleeping, then that's a form of you running back from that battle line. Mm. It is, it's a form of it. And when you feel yourself doing it, you have to ask yourself, am I running away from, from the Philistines, from Goliath, or am I running to Goliath? And David, man, he just head on. And I want you to say to yourself what David said. In the past, a bear came at me and the Lord delivered me. In the past, I have lost this weight and I can do it again. In the past, I have put my credit right. I have put my marriage back together. I have restored relationships with my children. I have had my house cleaned out and I've had my family on track. I can do it again. So when your Goliath tells you, you can't do it, you remind your Goliath of the times that you have done it Ooh. and the times that you absolutely can do it. And that is another form of running to the line. Oh man, sis, I am feeling that, uh, definitely running, attacking your problem would be going and getting some blood work and Amen. let's find, let's find out what your A1C is. Let's find out if you're above 5.7, we'd really like you below 5.3, but definitely below 5.7. Cause anything above 5.7 is pre-diabetic. We need to find, find out what your triglycerides are. We need to know if they're above 150. We want them below 150. We need to find out. And you can go into Rite Aid or Walgreens. You don't have to go to your doctor's office. You can go find out what your blood pressure is. Is it under 120 over 80? You know, um, is your fasting glucose under 100? What about your waist circumference? I got a little, I got a little um, tape measure right here that I use. And it's a, it's a one that you use for sewing and it's a floppy one. It's a soft one. And you can measure, is your waist under 40 inches for a man, under 33 inches for a woman? Uh, these are really important metabolic markers that we need to find out. Attacking your problem would be getting a baseline blood work. I feel like the, and we've done many podcasts on this. I think because it is so hard for Christy and myself. This is funny. When we first started Code Red, when Christy's first started Code Red, it was very hard for her. Then Carrie comes on board. And it was so easy for me. I was like, whatever, if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. But now Chrissy's gotten more like she's, she's let her heart not be so stressed out about it. And I've become more stressed out about it. We reversed roles, but Christy, so many people have the people that have fallen away. It's so hard for me because they're just running from the battle line. Oh, the battle line doesn't go away. 
Mm-mm. The Philistines are still out there. They're still there. And they're Just waiting. David, yeah. Let's say David had packed up all his crap. Say, hey, you got your bread. You got your cheese. I'm going to head back to the flock. I'm going to go back to my dad, Jesse. Brothers, it was good to see you. Best of luck. I'll be praying for you. Mm-hmm. How many times have we done that? And it breaks my heart because I see these people doing this, Christy. I see people packing up their bread and their cheese and getting back on their horse, getting back on their donkey, setting out back towards their flocks and running away. And had David left Christy, the Philistines would have still been there. They don't stop being there. So whether you choose to run to the line or not and get your sling out, one little stone went into the sling and the sling went round and round. Whether, yeah, whether you choose to do that or not, guess what? the battle still is taking place. Don't fool yourself into thinking that if you pack up your bread and cheese and head back to your dad and head back to your flock, that the battle suddenly is over. It's there. It's waiting for you. It's there. You can either turn down the free food on the airplane, the free snacks they're going to bring around, or you can ask for the seatbelt extender. One of them is running. One of them is running towards the battle line and one of them is running away. Uh, you know, you it's it's one or the other. You can run towards or away. There is no black and white. And I just got done speaking at KetoCon 2022 at the Palmer Center in, in Austin, Texas. And I did it. My presentation was developing mental toughness because there were plenty other presentations on weight loss and hormones and metabolic pathways and very technical stuff that that very qualified people can talk about. But non, I don't believe anybody was talking about developing mental toughness. And one of the top three rules was you do hard things. So I love what you said. You took on the bear in the Bible. Uh, David said, Hey, wait a minute. I killed the bear. I, I have already done these things before. I, I can do this too. And you've got to realize that you are strong enough to do this, that you do have the ability to do this, that you have done this in the past and that losing weight and getting healthy is not the hardest thing you've ever done. I like how Joyce Meyer says, and I'm going to get it wrong, Chrissy. But she says, talk to it, talk to, talk to the thing that comes against you. Mm. And I just want to say what David says, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord almighty, Mm. whom you have defiled this day, this day, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hands and I will strike you down and I will cut off your head Mm. a little violent this day. I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Now, I don't care if you believe in God or not, but that's some powerful stuff right there. Mm. This day, this day, you can face your battle. This day, you can fight your Goliath. You can say to your problem, you don't control me, Oreos. You don't control me, family that tries to get me to eat. You don't control me, convenience store nachos. No, you don't. This day, I will deliver your carcass and all the world will know. It may seem ridiculous, guys, but listen, we're talking about your life. We're talking about your hands and your feet. Diabetes, taking a leg. I see it every time I go work home health, Christy. This is real. This is real. The effects of obesity are, it's killing our nation. Boy, Carrie, you're taking it. You're getting awfully serious about it. It is serious. It's not just about fitting into a dress because you're going on vacation. It's about you living long enough to play with your grandkids, 
and make no mistake about it. Death will come sooner to those who are not taking their life back. It's just a metabolic and scientific fact. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one that, that hands it to you, but it's true. And how much of our, of our nation is metabolically broken? Kirstie, 80, 88%. 88%. This is your life. It is as serious. It is as serious as a Goliath standing there taunting you. It is that serious, folks. Make no mistake about it. You don't control me, Costco samples. Amen. You don't, you don't control me, cupcakes at the birthday party. You don't yep. control me, concession stand at my soccer's my my son's soccer game. You have got to speak to it. I remember when our when our aunt Barb was was losing eighty pounds on code red a few years ago, back in twenty nineteen, I believe 2018, 2019, She said it was hour by hour that she was battling, hour by hour. So when when we, when we, when we say we get it, we do get it. We understand that at your house, you might be battling every hour. You might be facing your Goliath every hour. Now, of course, we want you to clean out those cupboards. We want you to um, make sure you clean out the fridge so that you are not having to battle more than what you have to already. But we, and that's why we say the kitchen is closed after 6 30 PM uh, while you're doing a, uh, a challenge. And so you might be battling your, your giant, you might be attacking your problem every hour, but it does get easier. Bottom line, the giant ain't going away. He's not going away. Goliath is not going away. You do it now or you do it later. Uh, later is going to be a lot harder because you're going to be a lot older and you're going to be more set in your ways. Uh, and it's going to be a lot harder to get the weight off the longer you wait and to get healthy the longer you wait. And those metabolic problems are going to set in and, and get deep rooted. And we don't want We don't want to undo, undo damage. If you can undo the damage right now, it's going to be easier than undoing the damage five, 10, 15 years from now. Christy's absolutely right. And Christy, I speak to it. Today, I stopped after teaching my class at the gym to get some water at the convenience store. And you know what I said to myself sitting in my driver's seat right there? I said, you don't need anything in here but your drink. I actually said that to myself. I actually said that out loud. I was speaking those words out into existence. So I heard it, even though my brain was saying it. And I'm telling the giant, you're going to go in here. You're going to get what you need and you're going to leave. That's it. And I don't even say you're not, don't be tempted. I speak it directly. Mm. You don't need anything else in here except for what you're going in to get. And you know what I do in the kitchen after 6.30? I walk in and say, like, I mean, sometimes it's so overwhelming. Like, I know a potato is in the closet. Well, I could heat that potato up. Like, that's the worst thing at our house, just so you know. <laughs> and uh, I'll say, it'll be like 9 o'clock at night. Why do I need? I didn't even think about potato until I shut the something. Or I came downstairs to drop a glass off. And I'll say, you don't need anything to eat. Or you're fine until morning. I, you have to speak it, folks. You have to speak it. Speak to your Goliath. This day, I will deliver your carcass. Mm -hmm. Yes, you will. This day, you will. This program, you will be successful. This month, you can lose weight. You can do this. Speak to your giants. That's so important. And well-meaning, loving family members people who love you, your church family, your mailman, that's been your mailman for nine and a half years, the people, your spouse, your kids, your mother-in-law, they love you, but be prepared. They might, I hope it doesn't happen, but they might 
speak out against you. Oh, what are you doing this again for Karen? You've already, you know, this just you've already done this once and it didn't work. You know, moderation is key, Karen. Uh, you know, don't do that whole code red thing. It's too extreme. It's real food, water, and sleep, by the way. I don't know what it's a proper human diet, but they're going to say those kind of things. So your giant might taunt you. People might taunt you. You might get some resistance. You might get some pushback. Be prepared to fight. Fight for your life because that's what you're fighting for. Amen. Boy, that is true. Oh, I don't even know what to say, Chrissy. That was so good. You're on well, fire. Reload. I love it. Well, we, it could be a couple of ways you can attack your giant. You can attack your giant by uh, getting a Code Red Revolution book and reading it. You can go to coderedrevolution.com and get yourself a book. You might be ready to um, do a 10-pound takedown challenge for $27. That's a 30-day challenge where you can lose 10 pounds. You might need to even start a little more, little bit less than that and start with a seven-day total body reset for $17. You might be ready to absolutely run towards your giant with a home study program for three ninety-seven. There are lots of ways to attack your giant, but you need to be moving forward towards your problem, moving forward and facing your problem head on and attacking your problem. There's just different, different ways we can attack it. You don't have to attack it this way, this way, this way. You can attack it different. We've got a couple of options for you. So don't think you're stuck. We are here to support you. We love you. We just want you attacking that problem. Anything last you want to say, sis? Oh man, I love that there are multifaceted ways and we would like, again, it doesn't have to be a sling. You might decide to use a sword. We got it all at Code Red. <laughs> I think this has got to be one of my, like I'm on the verge of tears. This has got to be one of the best podcasts we have ever done. And in, in fact, to me, because I needed to hear this. If you didn't need to hear this, I need to hear this. And I love what you shared, sis, about sitting in your car outside the C-store. That is powerful. And guys, you don't battle it as bad the longer that you're in maintenance, but because Carrie and I come from a family of obesity and we battle with obesity in both of our lives, we, we have to battle this every day. It's not a big battle. It's not, it's not harsh. It's not, doesn't take up all of our energy, but we do attack our problem every day. We face it and we attack it because that is because because of the obesity that is in our genetics. So uh, we understand where you're coming from. We get it. And our Code Red certified coaches, the girls absolutely get it. They've all been through uh, a whole bunch of different circumstances just like yours. So someone in our community, but if, if, it's, if it's Carrie or me or the coaches or the mentors or the other rebels in the community, we will be there. We understand. And we'll be there to support you. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Attack your problem. Wow. I loved this. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you, guys. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.